The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. This week on the Dale Jr. Download. 2014, the big rain delay. I got in the car for the start of that race, not in the correct mindset to win it. Without the break, I don't think we win that race. Jeff Gordon on the show tomorrow is our guest. I'm just looking forward to sort of catching up with Jeff on his new, his kind of a new role at HMS. One of the things in the news is the new charter agreement. I don't think Hendrick Motorsports has, has made a profit in 10 years. And then you say, well, why do you do it? Well, Rick Hendrick loves the sport. He loves cars, and it's been good branding. to the Bojangle Studio and the second episode of DJD Reloaded, which is a show specifically for you fans. So keep the conversations going on YouTube. You'll hear the Dale call. I mean, there are plenty of ways to join in the conversation and tell us what you think. Uh, my name is Casey Bo. I am the host of Door Bubber Clear. I am joined by a few lovely gentlemen and one additional guest who is in Daytona. Yes. You On location. Tell, tell us who you are? Well, first of all. Oh, it is 9.30 in the morning. Is this really happening right now? If I'm on this, if I'm on this couch, Casey, I drink beers. It doesn't matter the time. So <laughs> uh, I'm glad to join you guys. Uh, my name's Travis. Produce uh, Action Detrimental and Dirty Mode Dough. Um, so just glad to join you guys today. Thanks for the excuse to drink. You are, are the mountains starting blue? out strong. Yeah, mountains are blue. I got a cooler over here to make sure they stay cold so I can have Good. more. A Chase Elliott cooler, by the way. So... You're really on trend. You know, just uh, maybe a hint of who I'm thinking about taking. I don't know. Ooh, very interesting. Uh, Andrew Curland, producer, supervising producer of the Dale Jr. Download, host of Next Level. And once again, I made it back here on DJD Reloaded. This is great. Travis, you're a new face to DJD Reloaded, and uh, we're missing a face from last week, Carla, but she is on location in Daytona, she is getting the inside scoop from all the drivers. Media day was yesterday. Carla, how's everything going so far in Daytona? Yeah, it's going pretty well uh, so far, I guess. Uh, pretty busy day yesterday, starting at 8 a.m. with media day. So just kind of the car wash of like talking to all of the drivers. And then, yeah, it's a little bit colder today, uh, colder as we get further into the weekend. So I'm definitely keeping an eye on the weather. But yeah, what's well, uh it's been pretty busy so far. Is it? It is Thursday, right? It <laughs> I, is. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Now, obviously, being at Media Day, you got to talk to every driver. Tell us some stories. What are we missing over there? You know, Media Day is so interesting, and I don't know how I'm sure the drivers do feel this way, but I've been around them enough that it's. I'm always curious, like how they view this, right? I, I think some of the drivers, you know, you want to get their personalities out. Um, you also realize that some of the drivers hate questions uh, to draw their personalities out. Um, and then some of the drivers, you know, you want to ask questions so that they know that, you know, that they're aware that you're familiar with their sport because I think a lot of the drivers actually get asked a lot of questions that don't have anything to do with NASCAR. Um, so that's always an interesting balance of dry, of getting their personalities out 
but also, you know, getting them to talk about, you know, obviously the race on Sunday and just the rest of the season, because this is, it is the media day for the Daytona 500, but a lot of times we won't get the drivers in, you know, one room for the rest of the season until, you know, maybe in the playoffs or maybe in the summer sometime. Um, so it could kind of just depends, but yeah, I'm trying to think of some interesting stories. I mean, Corey LaJoy yesterday was pretty much a walking margarita. He had QR <laughs> codes all over his, uh, you know, fire suit. Uh, that was interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Ross Chastain told me a pretty interesting story uh, that we did not see on the Netflix documentary. I know we talked a little bit about that last week, but he said that, you know, the the clip where he's swimming in the lake. Yeah. Right. So he uh, said that he actually almost choked on water and caught cramps in both of his legs during that. So I thought that was pretty funny and kind of a little bit of a backstory. I can't imagine what all we missed from all of the Netflix footage that they shot. I think a blooper reel would be great when it comes to that show. The pressure's on when, when, uh, Netflix is there like you know you don't want to necessarily screw up or you know do something that makes you look stupid with the cameras on so I'm glad they didn't put Ross Chastain and uh you know struggling the like but Carla you mentioned you know there were some drivers that were in good moods they were happy to answer questions others that weren't like who's feeling good as we get into Daytona weekend I think a majority of them are feeling good. You can definitely tell like who's having a good day and who's not, who's happy to be there. Who's not. Um, I mean, I, I thought Corey was, uh, you know, he's like very jovial person to be around. I thought he was just like very locked in. I know he's had a lot of stuff going on this off season. Obviously we talked with him last week, but I thought that he was locked in, um, you know, on the business side of things, you know, you're always talking to like Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski and all of these driver owners and and those those conversations get a, a little bit more serious in those interviews. Um, but for the majority, you know, you've got a lot of rookies and it was just kind of fun to, I always like watching them kind of take the red carpet, you know, their first time going through that. Josh Berry, you're, uh, I think they anticipate it, but still you can tell that it's like the first day of school for mm. a lot of these guys. And, and it really does feel that way for pretty much all of the drivers it's like the start of a new season the start of a new year they get asked a lot of the same questions uh yesterday over and over and over again so i definitely understand the redundancy of it all but um yeah it, it was fun what was uh alex bowman like yesterday with his back injury coming last year the pressure at hms to get the victory what was the kind of his uh feel going into daytona 500 yeah, I mean, I think he's happy to be back, um, you know, before qualifying last night. I didn't necessarily sense that there were there was pressure with really any of the Hendrick guys that I talked to about their performance. Um, but I did, you know, you can always tell like reoccurring themes and things that they continue to bring up. Alex Bowman bringing up the injuries. I even asked him, you know. I asked, actually asked a reoccurring question to all of the drivers, which I'll put a video up a little bit later today and kind of post that. Um, but I asked them, what do you think fans think of you and had them kind of fill in the blank? So like when fans think of Alex Bowman, they think what? And he his first answer was, well, the last two years, they think injuries. And, and that just kind of says a lot, right? I think from a mental standpoint, not only when you go through a physical element like that that keeps you out of the race car, that is going to play a part into your 
your your mental well-being as you get ready to go back racing again and so I definitely felt that for him um but again I didn't necessarily feel that that was more pressure on him it's just something that he's definitely thinking about that's fair and and I guess on that note looking at qualifying yesterday we have an all Ford front row yeah um Bowman unfortunately failed to make the second round whether are, are we thinking Ford is really the the will they win the Daytona 500? No. Oh dang! You're <laughs> quick to answer that. Why? Why do you say that? Why? Well, I, I think Front Row's got their new alliance with Penske, and I think that helped them with qualifying. But I don't think come Sunday it will. I think you're going to see those Hendrick drivers. One of those four. I think it's interesting that you see speed out of Ford when it's been so for so long Hendrick dominated like the question I had is is the dark horse here to play like is is this new Ford body legitimate in terms of having some extra speed that they didn't have last year that's the question that I I think people are going to be wondering as we go into the duels tonight but uh yeah qualifying interesting you know Michael McDowell on the front row, that's something I didn't necessarily see coming. Uh, I, I have a stat here where it's uh, 16 drivers have won from the front row. So um, something but interesting to, to keep keep your eyes on. I think it was since 2000 where the pole winner has won the 500. Wow. So that long. I don't know if that's like a struggle sign for Joey Logano. Um, I, Carla, I'm curious if you were – at the track last night for qualifying, um, what was the overall vibe between the Jimmy Johnson and David mm. Reagan and just the tension of, of not knowing, obviously, who would be locked into the race? And obviously, David Reagan moved on. Um, what was that like? Yeah, it was uh, really fun. And yeah, I was on, you know, just the grid and kind of watching all the cars roll off and all the numbers pop up. And there was a pretty decent crowd there last night, despite it being pretty cold. And so uh, there were a lot of gas, uh, especially hmm. like when Michael McDowell, you know, got he, he had the top to the top speed from qualifying. And then we were all waiting as Joey Logano kind of went across the line and, um, you know, just kind of the elation from that team um, when he surpassed McDowell. So it was very interesting um and it was interesting to watch the toyotas too because obviously they did not qualify well at all and just to kind of see those guys just keep rolling back into the garage uh just not necessarily what you expected um but it was interesting not to see a chevy get this one i thought they were going to be the strongest after qualifying after we got to those top 10 results i think there were what six chevys four fords you just thought chevy was going to run away with it again just like they have since what i think 2012 and i think it was the last time a hendrick driver didn't win the pole hmm. was 2014 i mean that's that's a pretty crazy stat for ford to, to come in here but i think you know one of the things that you're going to look at is you know how we're going to find out more after the duels tonight, right? When they're actually racing with other cars, a little bit more pack racing. Um, I don't know how much we can really put into qualifying right now. And we don't have more cars on the track, but certainly the Fords, they had the speed last night. Well, especially with, uh, you know, Ford and Toyota both having new cars. Um, I, I agree. I don't think qualifying is going to be the answer of telling us what the future, what 2024 looks like. So, I don't know. I'm not really sure who uh, who the pick for the 500, but I would love to hear y'all's. And we do know that Dale Dale picked 
Brad to win the 500, which that is 100% a solid pick. I think he has one coming. I'm going to actually go against Brad where he made the comment that Busher was not getting a win this year. I'm picking Busher to win the 500. Interesting. What do you guys think? Well, I w- first want to say that Logano and McDowell won't win because when's the last time somebody from the front row won the Daytona 500? Hasn't been. 2000, I think. Yeah. With like it, just, it has since, you know, 2000, like the front, like qualifying isn't as important now as it used to be for the Daytona 500. And because of that, I think the Chevys know the most about their bodies. And that's why I'm picking Chase. Oh, Chase Elliott. That is interesting. Well, going back to the poll winners, I think it's even though the last winner was in 2000 that started from the poll, only nine total drivers have won from the poll in the Daytona 500. But this is a guy that it's a mixture of a feel thing versus I started watching replays of old Daytona 500 finishes just to get myself excited for this race. And this guy always seems to be around at the finish. I'm I'm picking Martin Truex Jr. That's who I got. Carlo, who do you got? I don't feel great about – I don't usually pick poll winners for, for many races, but I did – I'm leaning more toward the Ford with Logano in this one. My second choice, though, was going to be Larson, right, because of just the way that qualifying went, the way that the Chevys went. I feel like those numbers are going to uh, be better. But I do kind of want to add some context to some of y'all's picks from – the, the guys that I heard about, uh, Travis, you mentioned Chase Elliott yesterday and Chevy having an advantage because of, you know, the three years that they've been in that body. I asked him that. I said, is that more of an advantage that you've been in it for three years or is it more of an advantage for Toyota and Ford to have these changes? And he seemed to think, well, anytime you make a car better, you know, typically you're not going to make it worse. So that's kind of interesting. Casey, you picked Chris Busher. I asked him yesterday, you know, he's, he won, what, three races um, last year. And Brad Kozlowski still not one with RFK Racing. I said, how much do you want to see Kozlowski in? And I just thought his whole demeanor changed, not in a not in a bad way, but just like it's something that he's thinking about. He's once, you know, you look back at the race um, in the fall from Daytona, Kozlowski pushing Busher in that race too, um, and really helping him a lot through last season as a teammate. And and I think. I don't know if there's more pressure for Busher to win or if there's more pressure for him to help Brad Kozlowski finally get in victory lane. So it could be the other way around where Busher's pushing Kozlowski at the end. I, you know, I'd, I'd support that. Now, uh, going back to manufacturers and the changes, uh, we, we did put, or we're going to put a poll up on YouTube chat right now, um, letting you guys pick which man- manufacturer will win the 500. So far, we're at... Ford with 52%, Chevy with 34%, Toyota 12%. Dang. And that would be, if Martin wins, that'd be the only the second Toyota driver to win it, right? Ooh. Think Denny's the only Toyota driver? Uh, That's a good question. I Yeah. If you're in the chat, let us know if, if, if you know the answer to this one. I'm not sure which Toyota driver is one. I know Martin, but everyone seems to be very confident in the Fords. I, I agree. think that's the answer so I've, far. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot of in the chats. We've got Bubba. We've got Chase Logano. Ross. So many people rooting for Larson um, for the 500. So I, some people said no. And uh, on action detrimental, Denny said like, 
Noah's legit legitimate shot to win because it's you know Daytona 500. So don't write him off just because you know he's kind of been out of the car for a while. What about our defending champ Ryan Blaney? He has multiple runner-up finishes in the Daytona 500, including a photo finish. I feel like Blaney is someone else who we got to seriously consider as someone going into the 500 as as potentially a favorite. And to your point, yeah, there's only been four drivers to win. I think it's four drivers. Correct me if I'm wrong. That have been able to have the championship and then gone back and won the first race of the year at the 500. I think Del Jarrett was the last to do that. So that would be a pretty elite group for for him to be a part of too, if he does. And with that, uh, the professor is on Dirty Mode Doe and Racing Insights. The predictor model going into qualifying had Blaney as the clear cut number one, mm. and the second tier was below him. So, uh, you know, the model loves him too. So it will be interesting. Ryan Blaney's got one win, four top fives, seven top tens at Daytona. So, I mean, he obviously knows how to get around that place. And I look at the, those are his Daytona stats, but Daytona 500, I feel like is a different beast. So I love those two runner-up finishes. And I think I think we're going to see someone lift the Harley JRL trophy that has never lifted it before at the end of Sunday or Monday or whenever we get to see the checkered flag. That, that'd be my prediction. Bold prediction. Again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Carlo. Well, I know you have plenty to do over in Daytona. So um, keep us updated on social. Let us know how things are going. I know we'll be watching from here. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. See you, Carlo. See you next. So just like you guys can share your thoughts on YouTube, we also have our Dale call number, mm. which – um, I mean, I can't think of a better way to leave a message for Dale than than this number. So we're going to wrap or we're going to go to a few calls from this week. Yeah, um, we'll kick with the first one. Hey, DJD, I'm calling with some predictions for the Daytona 500 and the champion for this year. So for the 500, I'm. Um, I'm kind of going with Diddy on Ooh. on his prediction. I'm thinking uh, Kyle Busch gets it done for the first time. And uh, as far as the champion goes, uh, I'm going to go out on the limb and and say that uh, Chase Elliott has an awesome rebound wow. year, and he makes it to the Final Four and gets his number two championship. Right. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for allowing me to call, and lifelong fan, and I hope to hear it on the air. Thanks. So can I – issue a little correction on this Denny Hamlin pick thing. Did he pick uh, Denny or Kyle? Well, he picked Kyle, but everyone says Denny picked Kyle. No, Denny said, I'm oh. going to win if I don't win Kyle. So Denny's pick to win is not Kyle. He's it's just himself. Saying, yes. <laughs> also, is he a lifelong fan of DJD Reloaded or DJD? I would say DJD Reloaded. That's what I was that thinking. Would be my I guess. support that. Yeah. Alright, one more call from you guys. I just wanted to say that Crush that beer, man. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, I have a bold prediction, oh. and uh, there's 11 cup guy, 11 11 winless cup guys in this field, including five rookies, and uh, I think Zane Smith is going to win the Daytona 500 and uh, be the first one of those 11 guys and first one of those five rookies to get his first cup win, even before Mr. Ty Gibbs. That's my bold prediction, Mr. Junior. Wow. Zane Smith winning the Daytona 500. 
Can you guys see that happening? That's like that's like Austin Sindrick winning the 500 with rookie stripes on his car. I feel like exactly. Although I think Zane is even bigger of a bold prediction because Austin Sindrick had some Cup starts before that. Well, it is Daytona, so anything can happen. Vegas doesn't see it happening though. <laughs> Plus five thousand if you wow. bet Zane Smith. Travis with throw the a do- throw a dollar on Zane Smith then. Oh, all right. Well, keep those calls coming. Send us your thoughts at 704-584-9573. Now, Andrew, you are heading to Daytona tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know if you've checked the weather, but um, <laughs> I would maybe to. pack enough clothes for Wednesday. Um, How should he pack? Oh, I don't You've I don't been know. to many, right? Like... Be with, I mean, I almost snow, don't want to bring. I don't want to bring a rain jacket just just because I don't want to have to think I'll need it. You know, maybe that's a stupid thing, but it's more that so is, superstition. That is right. That, I can confirm um, from experience that is not not a good call. This, Look, the same kid has got burned out of track last year because of the sun, and his socks got soaking wet out of track <laughs> last year. So yeah, I don't do well with the elements at a racetrack. But yes, I'm leaving for the racetrack first thing in the morning tomorrow. Um, and yeah, like you said, the weather looking a little bit questionable for Saturday going into Sunday. I mean, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we can see a green flag and a checkered flag on Sunday. I I don't know how to feel about it. I think I'm going to start getting my rain dance in early, I think is the most important thing to do. Um, but we talked about this on the download and, um, you know, I think we got a clip talking about Dale in the 2014 Daytona 500 and with the with rain, the rain delay. delay. Yeah. Let's hear so, it. yeah. Um, 2014, uh, we've told that story a mil- million times, but the big rain delay. Mm-hmm. I, that was my first yeah. day on the job, was that race. And I remember that rain delay was like, what, eight hours or something yeah, like that? Six, I think. But the weird thing is, is that every time you get in a race car, you have a different attitude, a different mentality. I rarely got in the car feeling exactly the same as last week. Um, your motivation, your expectations, it's its a moving target. Mm-hmm. It's very dynamic all over the place. I got in the car for the start of that race, not in the, not in the correct mindset to win it. It was, I, I don't know what happened in that break, but if without the break, I don't think we win that race. We had the break, and something like during that break was like, um, mentally, mentally, we're gonna, I'm, yeah, man, I'm ready to get this thing going. Let's get out there and let's get it going. And so, I, if you look at the race and watch it, I raced both of those two parts differently. And this is, I want to go back to why I asked Carla which drivers were in good moods because. It reminded me of what Dale had to say there. Mentally going into it, he was talking about having to stay sharp through those rain delays. And I feel like you need a mentally tough driver to ultimately come and take that checkered flag. And I want to go back to my pick here. I'm going to pat myself on the back. And this could backfire on me real quick. But I picked Martin Truex Jr. A, because I feel like he has a good track record at Daytona. He's got, uh, what is it? 3,438 laps in the top 15. That's the fourth most among active drivers. But remember his nickname last year? It was Monday Martin Truex Jr. He was the king of the rain out races. 
So that's why I think he. That's why I think he's the perfect so pick for this year. Your flight's on Monday. You're not packing for rain, but you're picking a winner that will win on Monday because of the rain. Listen, man, I'm. I'm just, confused here. I'm just. I, this is it. It's part superstition, part of me being being a realist. This is the realist in me saying, I don't know if we're gonna get a race in on Sunday, and if there's anyone who proves <laughs> that they can race after delays, rain delays. It's an experienced veteran like Martin Truex Jr. Oh, Andrew, I don't, I don't really know how to understand your mind sometimes, and this is just a perfect. Example I thought I of delivered that. that I'll perfectly. take then I'll take Denny Hamlin, who has three day twenty five hundred victories, and he's won mon- on Monday races three times. <laughs> okay, well, you do that. You have fun with that. Oh well, before Jeff Gordon went to the studio, the Dirty Mo team had a pre interview interview with him i love when we do these i know this is content that you guys have not seen before so jeff gordon's name is in quite a few rap songs and we got to ask him which is his favorite (laughs) well of course nelly and ei is is my favorite one um you know i i was a fan of his music and you know heard that song and and was you know very proud to be in it and and it still lives on today and um, you know, I, I get a, a pretty good. Actually, when we were in Las Vegas uh, for the Super Bowl, my daughter and I were riding in uh, an Uber, and and that song came on in the Uber, and she was like, "Oh, turn it up, turn it up!" So uh, we got we we still we still get a kick out of that. That that is a good one. Should I, we have Andrew read those lyrics? I mean, if we have time, I would love that. Travis, she printed them out. Yeah. Uh, the bottom one. The bottom Please. one. Yeah. Wait, hold read on. it. I, read it like the song, though. Not. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how the song goes. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm the best be part. Honest. So just. <laughs> how do you want me to read this? However you think it should be like, read. Like poetry. Like, However you I just want. Read it. Read it. Read it real nice. Where's yeah. the camera yes. here? All right. Let's take a look here. <laughs> I drive fastly. Call me Jeff Gordon, in a black SS with the navigation. <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. What are they doing with well, this? Because they're That's not how he raps it, though. Okay. So wait, I got, you, do I have to rap it? it yes, if you is could that try. What it is? Yes. I drive fastly. Call me Jeff Gordon in a black SS with the navigation. Sean Gordon. I'm trying to rhyme it with Gordon. If you, okay. If you guys can sing it better than Stupid. Andrew, please <laughs> use your Dale call number. Oh, man. And let us know. Let's I want to hear it. In the Dale I want to hear it. Oh, and Andrew, I don't know. You should probably look at the. YouTube chat later because I think a lot of people are agreeing that someone's going to be like go to go to you know however long this is go to 43 minutes and watch this guy just completely crash and burn and well, it's going to Well not to me only the that. song but the weather so you should probably uh read YouTube Listen, before you, you know pack. what? I feel fine about my weather superstitions. I think I nailed that. So you know I what? mean somebody uh, I apologize. I can't read that far but they're saying that it's going to happen sunday or monday so we'll see oh i love it whoever said that in the chat i love your optimism and whoever is watching from oregon props that's an early morning should we make him do and he's picking and picking chase briscoe that's another bold one shr did pretty well should i make andrew do one more oh no yeah go for it one more (laughs) casey said that one more jeff i'll I'll let you pick anyone no no no. you you give me the one um We'll do the second to the bottom. Jeff Gordon is in a lot of songs, man. Second to the bottom there. Second to the bottom. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. A, drop drop my top on my foreign. 
Ain't no phones, no recording. Got my guap in the morning. In that coop, Jeff Gordon. Skirt, skirt is what it says. It says skirt, skirt there at the end. I, I, I don't even, I mean, it's too early for this. We've got Travis drinking beer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it again. Read another one. Wait, hold on. Hey, yo, drop top of my foreign. Ain't no phones, got no recording. Got my guap in the morning. In that coop, Jeff Gordon. <laughs> yeah. In- Come on. I, Casey is lost. I'm. I don't. I don't even know. I don't. I don't get paid enough to host this show with you guys. I'm not really sure <laughs> what is going on right now. YouTube chat I mean, Casey, is loving it. You hand. You have the DBC guys I on do. Monday, so this is nothing. I do. And and on that note, I did get a text way late in the middle of the night from Freddie saying that my biggest fan is at the Oyster Pub. So I am so sorry if you were at the Oyster Pub and. Uh, I don't know if that's a sarcasm of your biggest fan as in, like, Brett's biggest fans, but, you know, we'll find that out later. Uh, Even more from the YouTube chat. I mean, (laughs) that's the whitest thing I've ever had. (laughs) Thank you, Nicholas. (laughs) All right, let's go to some tweets as well. I don't even know what to say to this. Um, Don't forget, use hashtag don't hold me to it. Harley Forever is saying, I'm picking David Reagan, proven wow. winner at Super Speedways in the past with a team that has was consistently up front at plate race last year. When's the last time a non-charter car won the 500? Chat, do you know? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Joseph is picking Ryan frickin' Blaney. I We've like got that. Craig with William Byron. Adam Kyle gets Bush. Kyle Bush. That, he's the bold one. Another Ross Chastain from Barbie. Nana going Bubba. I'll take okay, it. Okay, Nana, let's go. Bubba's I'll a pretty it. solid pick. We were talking about this yesterday. He, he finished, what, second like two or three years ago? Like he's, uh, I think he's another guy who has multiple runner-up finishes in the Daytona 500. Can you imagine after all the stress last year of trying to make it in the playoffs with on points and he could just get in the first race? That would be pretty interesting. I, I like Kyle Busch, too. I think what's really cool is that there is not one person. Like I feel like every – Everybody can say a different driver. Like, there is not one favorite, really, if you think about it. And you can't go by qualifying because we don't really know. Yeah, we don't even know the full qualifying. (laughs) All right, well, before we wrap the show, we have tons going on at Dirty Mo Media this week. Don't forget, Actions Detrimental, Dirty Mo Doe, two episodes of the download, and Speed Street have already dropped. So you got those to listen to and watch on YouTube. Um, Tonight, after the duels, Jeff Gordon or Jeff Glug and Jordan Bianchi will be live on YouTube with the podcast dropping shortly after. So tons of post race content. Dirty Modo will have a second episode on Friday, which is perfect for betting before the 500. Travis, I know you know a thing or two about that one. Those bets. Yup. And as a reminder, Actions Detrimental and Doorbumper Clear both have your own have our own YouTube channels. So I hear there might be a little competition coming up between Ooh. both shows. Personally, I think you guys should. Go subscribe to Store Bumper Clear. Don't listen to her. Go follow Actions Detriment on YouTube. Smash that subscribe oh, button. This kid's like three beers in. Ignore him. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, of course, to subscribe to the Jodimo YouTube channel as well. 
I want to say the YouTube chat has had some feedback. Bart and Double O Music said DJ Curlin, so I appreciate that. But my favorite comment comes from Mike, who said, "Wow, this is bad." Yes, I'm hoping. I I'm hoping that, Mike, was that our boss? I'm, <laughs> oh no! I'm hoping Mike, you're referring to Andrew's rapping ability and not the show. Uh, and whoever I can't read your name, whoever just asked if I'll be in Atlanta, yes, I will be. So be sure to come stop by and say hi. Um, and Dale Call, new one. Mm. Please send us your raps because yeah, I, I cannot wait to hear them. Dial 704-584-9703 to let Dale and all of us know what you think. Well, thank you guys so much for hopping on. Travis, I hope you're not planning on driving anytime soon. Um, I don't know what's left in that. He's got a full work day ahead of him. Yeah, I got to go work, but thanks for letting me join you guys today. (laughs) Keep the comments coming. Send us your Dale calls and have a great week. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.